and nephews, and welcome to Auntie JoJo's Library. My library is open to all listeners, but it was specifically created for my seven wonderful nieces and nephews. I hope you've enjoyed some bonus and extra episodes that I've been releasing this month. Since I accidentally forgot to record some stories in the library, I hope these extra releases make up for it. This story is called Cinderella and the Mean Queen. It's written by Tony Bradman. Tony Bradman has written a whole series called After Happily Ever After. It gives you a synopsis or short little stories about what happens after the happily ever after in our favorite and those famous fairy tales. This story is all about Cinderella's Prince Charming not being quite as perfect as she thought or more so his mother isn't quite as perfect. Let's get started. So Cinderella and Prince Charming were married and you know, they lived happily ever after. And then, hurry up, Cinderella, said her husband, Prince Charming. You know mother hates it when we're late for dinner. Coming, sweetheart, Cinderella murmured. She checked herself one last time in the full-length mirror. What do you think of this dress and these boots, she asked. I'm trying out a new style. They're fine, the prince said. Can we go now? Cinderella sighed. She loved the prince, and he loved her. She thought her troubles would be over when they got married. But it was hard living with Prince Charming's parents in the castle. Everything was so fancy. She missed a little cottage where she lived with her father. Sometimes she even missed her wicked stepmother and the ugly stepsisters. They didn't seem too bad when she thought about it now, at least not compared to Prince Charming's mother, the queen. And where have you two been? The queen roared as the prince and Cinderella entered the royal dining room. Your soup is getting cold. Sorry, mother, said the prince. You look lovely this evening, my dear, said the king, smiling at Cinderella. He was always very sweet to her. You never compliment me, said the queen. The king opened his mouth to speak, but the queen held up her spoon and glared. Don't bother. I know I look dreadful these days, the queen went on, but I can't spend all day making myself look pretty. I have more important things to do. Cinderella, Cinderella had a feeling the queen would, would like the king to pay her compliments. She had seen the queen glancing at herself in mirrors. Then she would sigh and frown. The queen was really mean to Cinderella that evening. Later, Cinderella sat at her dressing table and cried. The prince put his arm around her. Don't let her upset you, he said softly, passing her a royal hanky. I'm certain mother likes you, deep down anyway. No, she doesn't, Cinderella wailed. She hates me. I've heard her say I'm useless, and I'm only here because of the fairy godmother. Well, I've had enough. I'll prove to her that I'm not just a pretty face. Really, said the prince. What do you have in mind? I'm going to get a job, said Cinderella. A good one. Gosh, said the prince, his eyes wide. I'm impressed already. In the morning, Cinderella looked in the paper. She soon found a job opening. 
Fairy tale fashions. The best clothing store in the forest was looking for a salesperson. Cinderella had liked clothes and fashion ever since her own transformation. She often looked at other people and thought she might be able to help them, maybe give them some advice on how to improve their style. She called for an application. When it arrived, she quickly filled it out, sent it back, and waited nervously. Her phone rang the next day. Oh, hi, yes, this is Cinderella Charming, she said. I got the job. Wow, fantastic. But wait, aren't you going to interview me or anything? You're not, uh, I see. Okay, uh, when do I start? Nine o'clock tomorrow? Okay. Cinderella was surprised it had been so easy. Surely it should have been harder. After all, she'd never had a real job before. Then she shrugged and started to choose which outfit to wear. The prince insisted on taking her to work in the royal coach, but when they arrived, things weren't quite what Cinderella expected. The royal guards had to hold back a large crowd. Wild cheering broke out as Cinderella walked up the red carpet that led to the store's entrance. The manager and staff of Fairy Tale Fashions were there to greet her. I don't understand, said Cinderella. What are all these people doing here? I didn't think your big sale started for another couple of months. They're here to see you, your highness, said the manager, curtsying. What a story! Rags to riches, a grand ball, midnight, the glass slipper. It's all so romantic. Now there's TV and a news crew waiting. Cinderella's heart sank. She realized fairy tale fashions didn't have a real job for her. They just wanted her for her publicity. She let the TV crew film her. Then she signed autographs. Then she got in the royal carriage and went home. She ran up to her room and burst into tears. After dinner that evening, the royal family watched the news. The queen was even meaner than before. What a complete waste of time, Cinderella heard her say. She'll never amount to anything. Plus, she's not even that pretty. Cinderella didn't go back to fairy tale fashions. She called the next morning and quit. Cinderella went for a long walk in the royal gardens. She wondered what she should do. Perhaps she could apply for another job. But the same thing would probably happen again. After all, everybody knew her name and the story. Cinderella was so fed up. She even thought about trying to get in touch with her fairy godmother. But she realized that would only prove the queen was right about her. Whatever she did, she would have to do it without help. The, then Cinderella had an idea. She spent the rest of the week planning. She surfed the forest web to see if she had any competition, but nobody else seemed to be doing what she had in mind. A month later, she started her business, Cinderella's Makeover Limited. She had a pretty big party in the Royal Ballroom. Lots of people were invited and the event was covered by Forest TV and all the newspapers. They're only interested because she's one of us, the queen said. But Cinderella didn't have time to worry. She was too busy showing everyone what she could do. A couple of people at the party wanted to be transformed. The results were amazing. Wow, said Little Red Riding Hood's granny when she saw herself. I love the way you've done my hair. These clothes are fantastic. I look 20 years younger. I can't thank you enough. The queen didn't say a word. She did seem impressed, though. Soon, Cinderella had lots of clients. She worked her magic on every witch in the forest, several trolls, and one bad fairy. 
not to mention dozens of wicked stepmothers, including her own, who turned up one day with the ugly sisters. If I can't help those three out, I can't do anything, thought Cinderella. It was a real success. It even led to her getting her own TV series on Forest TV's The Cinder Show. The wicked stepmother and ugly sisters were very grateful. They begged Cinderella to forgive them for being horrible to her in the past. Cinderella did, and from that day on, that day on they were great friends. Not long after that, somebody else came to see Cinderella in her salon. It was the queen. She came in, sat down, and smiled nervously. I know I haven't been the best mother-in-law to you, Cinderella, but I've seen your show on television, and I just wondered. Cinderella smiled and got straight to work. She tackled the queen's hair, makeup, and clothes. This time, she outdid herself. That evening, Cinderella and the queen walked into the royal dining room together. The prince and the king were shocked. My goodness, said the king at last, staring at his wife. His eyes were misty with admiration and love. You look absolutely stunning, my dear. The queen was delighted, and so was Prince Charming. Well done, Cinders, he said as he kissed her. And so Cinderella, Prince Charming, his parents, and everyone else in the forest who needed fashion and beauty advice lived happily ever after. Thank you so much for joining me for this reading in my library. As you know, I'll be releasing additional episodes this month to make up for some missed episodes this month. If you have story suggestions, email them to me at antijojoslibrary at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's antijojoslibrary. Or you can leave me a quick message using the message button on whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. As always, I'm looking